Your Steve Jones Show podcast will start shortly. The Steve Jones Show podcast is sponsored by Brewers Outlet, your beverage supermarket on Reagan Street in Sunbury. Sports talk where your voice counts. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now from the Sunbury Motor Studio, here's Steve Jones. Today's show brought to you by Brewers Outlet, Reagan Street in Sunbury, the beverage supermarket. Imports Domestics Microbrews, they have the best selection of beer anywhere. They have plenty of great wine coolers, lots of water, soft drinks, snacks. They roast their peanuts fresh and hot every day. And the pickle bar led by the barrels and the dills, indeed second to none, Oh, it's up 70 degrees today. You want beverages. You've got a big weekend coming up. Yeah, you got Penn State, Maryland tomorrow. you got Clemson, Notre Dame tomorrow night. Steelers, Cowboys, Bucks, and uh, Saints. Yeah, you just want to kick back and just enjoy, just relax. Just relax, have some fun. So stock up now at Brewers Outlet and start thinking about the holidays as well. At Brewers Outlet, Reagan Street in Sunbury, the beverage supermarket. And don't forget, when it's 70-plus degrees, oh, they have six great flavors of slushies at Brewers Outlet. Reagan Street in Sunbury, the beverage supermarket. We're in the Sunbury Motors studio. Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors, Kia Routes 11 and 15 in Humble's Wharf and online at sunburymotors.com. You want to deal with the best, and there are great deals to be had with the best at Sunbury Motors. Time now for our play-by-play call of the day. As expected, the Packers beat the depleted 49ers last night, but it's a lot easier when Aaron Rodgers has Devontae Adams to throw to. High formation backfield, second down at eight, Green Bay. Rodgers pulls back from center, from the pocket, lofts it deep down the left side. Adams makes the adjustment, the catch. He's got it at the pylon. Touchdown! Oh, what a catch! By Devontae Adams, they beat Emmanuel Mosley. 36-yard touchdown play. Wayne Larravee with the call on the Green Bay Packers radio network, old friend. Sounding better than ever. And the Packers go to 6-2 and two on the season. The 49ers fall to 4-5. and five. All right, it is... Another big weekend with another big event. There's a lot of college football and NFL going on that dominates the weekend, but the Breeders' Cup is also taking place. I want to get into a little college basketball as well. Joining me, my broadcast partner for Penn State Basketball, heading into our 17th season together, Dick Girardi. DJ, welcome. Steve, how are you, buddy? It's a long, a long slog to get here, pal, but here we are. Yeah, here we are. Somehow, someway, a long slog to get here. Okay, so, Breeders' Cup. Uh, you know, When everybody talks about, obviously, horse racing these days, I'm talking about the casual fan. It's always the Derby, the Preakness, and the Belmont, obviously, and the Triple Crown winner means something. In the world of horse racing, the world that you love so much, what does the Breeders' Cup mean? It's the Super Bowl of the sports, Steve. It's the to me, look. The Derby's always going to be the biggest standalone event. Nothing's ever going to top that. But the Breeders' Cup is the is basically the end of the year uh, championship. So it's the Super Bowl. It's the Final Four. It's all of those things in every sport that you can think of. The NBA Finals, the culmination of everything that's happened. And there are fourteen races over two days. Uh, five today, uh, nine tomorrow. 
in various divisions. There's two-year-olds, there's sprinters, there's grass horses, and it all culminates, uh, I think, about 518 tomorrow with the Breeders' Cup Classic. It's for four year, uh, three-year-olds and up, uh, $6 million. Everything is on the line for 2020. Horse of the Year is on the line, uh, bragging rights, and a lot of cash. Yeah, and I, well, I think they're in the classic. There are ten horses. I think entered. I believe that is that is correct. There's ten in the race, and to tell you how strong this field is, they've earned a combined twenty-seven million. And we have this year's Derby winner, Authentic. Yep. We have last year's Derby winner for twenty minutes, maximum security before they disqualified <laughs> them. We have this year's Belmont Stakes winner, Tis the Law. And as good as all of them are, none of them are going to be favored. The favorite is likely to be improbable. It was actually the post-time favorite in the Derby and the Preakness last year, but the best description of him, Steve, is he's the he's the freshman that's not quite ready, and now he's the senior that's like just taken over. That's kind of improbable. Uh, and there's a fifth horse out of the ten that could also win. Tom State Todd is a seven-year-old. Uh, you don't usually see them running still at top form. Right. So of the ten, I can make a pretty good case for five of them. So it's it's a great race and a great ending to a, a bizarre season. But at least this one, unlike the other ones, is being run exactly when it was supposed to be and exactly where it was scheduled to be run. Could we see a Baffert sweep with improbable, authentic, and maximum security? Absolutely. Yeah, and they're in eight, nine, and ten. Uh, improbable then authentic and maximum security so yeah it's definitely possible now authentic and maximum security have similar running styles they'll both be out near the front obviously the the trainer will talk to the jockeys and go hey look don't battle each other into submission that wouldn't make any sense improbable is more of a mid-pack to a a further back in the pack horse Uh, but yeah now he could run one two three um, certainly, Tis the Law is capable. We saw how good he was running the Belmont yeah. and Travers, second in the Derby. Um, his issue here, Steve, to me is is the post. He's the two. Um, and when you watch his replays, he's a horse that really is much more comfortable running outside horses rather than inside. And the jockey, Manny Franco, is going to have a little more difficult time, I think, getting him outside horses because of where all the speed is. It's all that was outside. So. It's going to be interesting to see how he does it. And, and Tom Stata is probably going to be the horse that's most overlooked that has the best chance. Uh, he hasn't run since August 1st and filled out of sight, out of mind. But his trainer, uh, Al Stahl, is really good. And he's the guy 10 years ago that brought a horse to the Breeders' Cup Classic named Blame and upset the great Zenyatta, who was going for her 20th straight win. Wow. And the only race she ever lost was at Churchill in the Classic uh, 10 years ago, and, and the trainer and, and the trainer of the horse that beat him is Al Stahl, and he's got Tom State tied him on. Right, exactly. Uh, uh, just a reminder for all the uh, Penn State fans out there, tis the law, Barkley Tag, uh, Penn Stater is his trainer. Uh, Indeed. It's a lot, of, a lot of Pennsylvania connections, but, yeah, Barkley's a – and I don't know it was animal what they called it animal husbandry or yeah. animal science yeah, something it like sounds that right, back yeah. in the day but yeah he's like a either a late 50s or an early 60s Penn State grad uh, he grew up in Abington went to Abington High School uh, every track has its own uh, has its own way of doing things um, what makes Keeneland a special place to run yeah, I mean, Keeneland's awesome because, you know, I, mean, I know, Steve, you've been to Lexington, you've been right down the street to Rupp Arena calling games there. And 
Keeneland's about I don't know, five miles outside of downtown Lexington, and it's right smack in the middle of horse country. Uh, right next to it is Calumet Farm, which is the most famous horse farm in the history of the sport. I mean, we're talking Citation, World Away, and I, you know, I could name 50 other champions out of there. Um, so, and the fact they just they love the sport. It's really, it, you know, it's awful that there there are no fans because everybody was really looking forward to seeing it. They had it there five years ago where American Pharaoh made his uh, right. farewell. It's a, it's a neat place. It's a, it feels it's got a kind of a country feel. It's a smaller place, much smaller, than, say Churchill Downs or or Belmont Park or Santa Anita. Uh, but it's a great great place. I mean, I I miss not being there. But it, look, I haven't been anywhere since I was yeah. with you in Indianapolis. So. Right. Uh, you know, I mean, not you know, until you got to go out on football two weeks ago, you had not been anywhere either. It's no, it's, it's been crazy. And Keeneland's also a great place, for example, if you want to do a movie scene and include, you know, a you know a dashing leading guy asking questions. Keeneland's a good place to film. Place to film it. Yeah, yeah there's no question that Keeneland <laughs> Paddock came in very handy uh, a decade or so ago when. Uh, Diane Lane was my co-star and secretariat. <laughs> <laughs> well said. <laughs> well said. All right, I'm going to get to what you want to do with with the classic in a moment. What's a what are the a couple of other races that really intrigue you that you're you're anxious to you know to not just see winners but also anxious to see what you can do money-wise. Right. One of them is today, uh Steve, um later on the, it's the Juvenile Phillies yeah. be about mid-afternoon. Um there's a horse in there called Vquist who's trained at Parks, and, and I know the trainer and his wife really well. I've known him for years, and I think it, she has a big chance. And Parks-based horses have won a Breeders' Cup each of the last two years, so there's some history there. And, and she's very talented, and she won't be the favorite. She's probably going to be seven or eight to one. So that race has some interest. In addition to the Classic tomorrow, the other race that I think is going to draw everybody's interest is the Distaff. That's yeah. two races before the Classic. We have, uh, I told you we had the Derby and Belmont winner in the Classic. Well, we have the Preakness winner in the Distaff. That's the great three-year-old filly, Swift Skydiver. Right. Who had that incredible stretch duel with uh, Authentic, and the Preakness ends up winning it. And she'll run against the horse. You're going to love this stat. Monomoy Girl, okay. who won this race two years ago, has uh, started against 101 horses and has finished in front of 100 of them. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> yeah, so she finished second once, and she got disqualified once uh, from first. But, yeah, she she's – I mean, you, that's the kind, you don't see that in horse racing. Horses lose, even like great horses lose. And the American Secretariat lost four times. Yeah. Got DQ'd once. Uh, American Pharaoh lost a couple of times. Horses don't do that, but she's doing it, and uh, and she's doing it as an older horse now. She's five years old. How closely do you watch uh, the juvenile uh, with the idea of 21? Yeah, you, you have to. I mean, it's six months later. Hopefully, right? Yeah, we'll be yeah, we hope. Back yeah, in Kentucky. Uh, might might I with... might I recommend the first Saturday in May? I think that'd be a good time yeah. to run it. Yeah, yeah, no question. That's May first of 2021. And look, I, and you and I were talking about this the other day. Anybody that's trying to make predictions about anything right now, uh, about how this is going to all play out and what we're going to be able to do and not do, is probably running a fool's errand. But right. that's the plan. Um, so yeah, you look at that race because six months later is the Derby, and there's an undefeated horse in there, Jackie's Warrior, uh, trained by Steve Asmussen, who's going to sometime in 2021 become the all-time leading trainer in the history of the sport number of wins he's closing on 10,000 
And Steve has won every big race in the sport, some multiple times, except so, one. Yep. What would that be? Oh, that, that might be the, be the first race. Saturday in May. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's the only one he hasn't won. It's the biggest race in the sport. And uh, maybe Jackie's Warrior is good enough. We'll see. We're going to see him later this afternoon uh, in the last race of the day. If he wins and wins impressively, he'll certainly at least head into 2021 as the future book favorite for the Derby. This is a sport that is as great as it is to be there, and I've, I've been to the track with you. It's, it's really is a great experience, but it's a sport that can obviously, because of the computer and because of OTB, can do well. Any indication how well the sport has done this particular year? Uh, because obviously there's no attendance, but... Yeah, it was interesting. Through the months of March, April, and May, when, I mean, it literally was the only game going, right? There were no other sports being right. played. A number of racetracks around the country, most specifically Gulfstream Park in South Florida and Oakland Park in Hot Springs, Arkansas, never stopped. So people that were looking to gamble, and there are people in the U.S. that like to do that and around the world, that was the only game to gamble on. So the numbers were incredible. They were astronomical. Right. Oakland Park set a record uh, handle uh, for the Arkansas Derby, which was actually run on the first Saturday in May on the Derby's, Kentucky Derby's usual time, a record like a dramatic increase with no fans. Right. Uh, so, yeah, because people could sit at home, you could bet on your phone, bet on the computer. Uh, it's the, it was actually grandfathered in years ago. I mean, now you can do that in a lot of places. I mean, now with legalized sports betting in a, in a lot of jurisdictions. But before, horse racing was the only sport that could do that. So from that standpoint, Steve, it was good. What wasn't good was the timing, obviously, the Triple Crown races. Right. TV ratings were down. Betting was down. I mean, the Preakness was run on the first Saturday in October. It was the biggest sports weekend of the year. Right. The World Series. I don't even think the NBA had ended yet. No, it did uh, not. NFL, college football. I mean, it was just everything was going on. So their numbers were down. The Derby's numbers were down. And it wasn't because people don't like it. It's just you're just not used to it there. And the cool thing about May is there there really isn't that kind of competition. Uh, NFL's long gone. The NBA is just about to start the playoffs. MLB's just starting. So, yeah, just the timing of it really hurt. Obviously, it hurt the attendance because there wasn't any. Right. And it really hurt the handle of the, of the three big races this year. All right, so let's uh, make a trip back to the uh, Classic. I mentioned that the uh, 8, 9, 10 holes were all uh, Baffert horses. That doesn't mean that they'll all be in your mix here. Who is in your mix when it's all said and done in the Classic? Yeah, I, I picked Authentic in the paper, and I'm having second thoughts. Uh, I, I think, look, Improbable's the most likely winner of the race. Um but every once in a while, he'll do something stupid, like he'll miss the break, he'll, he'll just yeah. act up in the gate, just enough to make you, yeah, man, it, it, what if it happens today? He hasn't done that recently, and I've become, in the last few years, because you always look for an edge in anything. I mean, it's like when we're doing our basketball research, right. we're looking for stuff that other people aren't really thinking about. And uh, there's a lot of really sharp people that watch workouts and understand them. It wasn't my forte. I've gotten into it a lot in the last few years. That's really helped me. Yeah. And Improbable had last Sunday what I consider the best workout of any horse since I've been watching. Okay. It was phenomenal. Uh, and that kind of said, well, whoa. And when backward horses do that, they run right back to it. So I think he's the most likely winner. Um, I do think Authentic has a chance. I'm less bullish on Tis the Law here. 
because he really hasn't beat a good horse all year. Now right. he's got to run against the authentic and the and the older horses, and I don't like that post position for him. Right. And I think I said this earlier. If you're looking for a, a horse at a price, it's probably going to get overlooked a little bit. Tom's Day Tom's that horse. Um, I, I've always been a maximum security fan. I actually picked him in the Derby last year, and then he yep. got DQ'd. I count that as a Derby win, but yeah, uh, uh, you uh, should because he, you and I both know he won. <laughs> Right, they DQ'd him after the fact. Um, I, I, I don't like I don't like what I'm seeing, what I've seen from Maximum Security this year. I, I I think that he may have peaked last year. Um, I'm just not seeing it. Could he win? Of course. I mean, he's, he he does nothing, almost nothing but win. But the other horse I give a chance to is this Tom's Day Talk because I think he's going to get overlooked in the betting. Yeah. Um, and I, I I think I think he's got about as good a chance as a probable, not not quite as good. But he certainly has a chance, and he hasn't raced since August 1st, so I think people are going to overlook him, and I think that could be a mistake. And horses are athletes, and you and I have always talked about how each athlete has their own clock, where suddenly, you know, maybe they're not sure of themselves, and all of a sudden a lot of the tumblers all fall into place, and away yep. they go. Improbable yep. sounds like that horse, as you said earlier, has gone from looking like a freshman to looking like a, a junior-senior. No, that's exactly uh, yeah. what happened. Let, let's give you a, a, a Penn State basketball human. How about Jeff Brooks? Yeah, perfect. That was Jeff Brooks as a freshman, really even into his junior year. And then yeah. as a senior, he was one of the best players in the Big Ten. Yeah. So, I mean, look, everybody matures at their own rate. Horses are, in that way, are, are athletes and not that much different than humans. Um, and, and some of them, they don't have really the mind for it, the horses at the beginning. They get too crazy. they got to be relaxed. And you know now all of a sudden he's just he's just put it together. One quick basketball note, because uh, we can't let you get out of here without basketball. Ken Palm initial rankings came out. Penn State mm-hmm. is sixty four in okay. that in that rating uh, going okay. in. Uh, they, obviously, they have a tough. You you and I, it hasn't been released, but you and I know what the non conference schedule is. We uh, do. Yeah, yep. we do. And uh, but I mean, when you look at them. <laughs> I mean, I watched the scrimmage the other day, Dick. It was mm-hmm. it was bombs away, and you and I both feel that is the way to play. <laughs> yeah, I, look, I think Steve that uh, running, pressing, shooting threes is going to be the formula. Because I mean, I'm mean, just think about who they lost. I mean, they lost yeah. an all timer in Lamar Stevens, an all time shot blocker, rebounder, thousand point scorer in Mike Watkins. So that's going to be the problem. Is and uh, what are they going to do around the rim? They don't have the shot blockers. So it's going to have to be a little bit different style of play, but more the talent is there. I mean, yeah. when you see some of the new guys, uh, including a transfer who's now eligible to play, and I think everybody got a sense of all the wing players from last year, how talented and good they are. So it'll, and it also, you know what, it'll be it'll be unique to the league. The league doesn't really play that way. The That's league, right. especially last year, was a was a very much center uh, centric league. So uh, the style will be very different, I think, than what we're used to seeing, but. You know what? It's, you, you adapt to your players, and obviously we've had a change uh, in, in in coaching. And it, I don't know that we need to get into all that, other than to say, look, Patrick is a friend of ours. Yes. And whatever happened, I I don't have any of the particulars. I don't. On all that went down, but I will just say this: he he did a phenomenal job building the program with uh, with Keith and and Jimmy and, and the rest and the rest of the, and Ross and the rest of the crew and, and deserves credit for getting a program where it's been. Um, but yeah, look, I hope they can pick up where they left off last year, but yeah, did they lose a lot? Of course. Yeah. Uh, but a, dif- a different style of play and, uh, 
and we'll say, look, we're all looking forward to it. Um, and yeah, I mean, just especially the way the season ended last year. Yep. I mean, it just like ended with a thud. It's just like, boom, it's like over. We're sitting in uh, wherever that. Where were we sitting? Uh, uh, we were at uh, PF Chang's. PF Chang's in Indianapolis, yeah. and Steve says to me about eleven thirty. I said, I think we're going to get an email in about fifteen minutes post canceling the tournament. Mm-hmm. I said, really? In fifteen minutes, we got an email canceling the tournament. <laughs> Yeah. And then the rest is like the rest is that's it. It was yeah. You know, can we see a basketball game? It hadn't been any sense. And we'll see one November twenty fifth. So <laughs> yeah, I mean it's hard to believe it's yeah. not. I mean today is November the sixth. Right? So the, the opener would wow. ha- the opener would have been Seton Hall on the tenth. Okay, would so it would have been next week. Yeah, yeah. So they they postponed the season by two weeks and. Yeah, look, we we know the season is going to start, and, and you know, do we know what the future is going to hold and how it's no. going to play out? We're, we're all in uncharted territory. As I a, mean, no, nobody knew there wasn't going to be a yeah. Nebraska-Wisconsin football game last that's weekend right. either, did they? Exactly. Yeah. It's, that's why you and, I, you and I talked last week, and we said the goal was to play a game. The second goal yeah. is to play a second game. The third goal yeah. is to play a third game. You know, so yeah. that's, that's where we are think, in today's life. Yeah, I, I think any game, any game is a good game, and you know, especially for these players and what they've obviously had to deal with here in the preseason, uh, and with now a new head coach, and you just you just want them to have a chance to go out and enjoy themselves and yeah. have fun, and and, it, and it's just a great group. I mean, I think everybody that watched them play last year knew that. Dick. Enjoy the racing. I know I will. I will record the classic because it's going to be opposite uh, my game tomorrow. So you you have something else going on. I, I, I have something else going on tomorrow. I'll have to take care of. Yeah, it's your alma mater versus my alma mater, and we're only two forty and one against Penn State. So maybe <laughs> we're due, but I don't think so. <laughs> and by the way, the great Johnny Holiday wants me to say hi to you. So yeah, the Johnny is the greatest of all time. Yeah. No, nobody. The man, the man should like have a one-man show telling stories about things he's seen and done in his life. It's unbelievable. It really, it's unbelievable. <laughs> it is unbelievable. <laughs> Dick, uh, thank yes, you, sir. thank you, sir. <laughs> All right, Steve. I'll, I'll see you in a few weeks. <laughs> what a lineup today, huh? JJ Cooper on Baseball America, Dick Girardi, and still the King. We finally will reach the crescendo. Brought to you by Brewers Outlet and News Radio 1070 WKOK. Party time, game time, or just fun time. Doesn't matter what time it is, because it's Brewers Outlet time. The beverage supermarket has the area's largest beer selection. Imports, microbrews, ciders, and domestics. Pick from over 100 ice-cold 12-packs and dozens of 24-ounce singles. Soda, snacks, hot sauces, fresh roasted peanuts. Make it one-stop party shopping, and don't forget the pickle bar. So whatever you're celebrating or just doing it up, Brewers Outlet, Reagan Street, Sunbury, wants to see you. And thank you for your years of patronage. Taking your calls at 800-795-9565. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now from the Sunbury Motor Studio, here's Steve Jones. Today's show brought to you by Brewers Outlet, Reagan Street in Sunbury, the beverage supermarket. Imports, domestics, microbrews, best selection of beer anywhere. Wine coolers, water, soft drinks, snacks, they roast their peanuts, 
fresh and hot every day in the pickle bar, led by the barrels and the dills, indeed second to none. And when it's 70 degrees, you want not just one, but six different flavors of slushies to choose from. All at Brewers Outlet, Reagan Street, and Sunbury, the beverage supermarket. You know what? It's November 6th. It's time to start thinking about stocking up for the holidays. Absolutely do it. All at Brewers Outlet, Reagan Street, and Sunbury, the beverage supermarket. We're in the Sunbury Motors studio. Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors, Key Routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. And online at sunburymotors.com. Ford Lincoln Kia Hyundai, great pre-owned inventory. Great deals to be had. All at Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors Kia Routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf and online at sunburymotors.com. And with that, Matt, I will allow you to make the introduction of the week's most interesting guest. Well, he went 5-3 and three last week. He's back below 500, but he's dangerous at any time. That'd be the king. Well, what did I do last week? You went five and three last week. I went seven and one. Steve had a perfect eight and zero record. Yeah, I'm just filling them in now. Well, la di da. So you, sir, are twenty eight and twenty nine. Steve is thirty two and twenty five, and I am continuing to be the lead dog at thirty five and twenty two. Wow, I'm seven games behind you. What, Steve? Steve is. I have him at thirty-two and twenty-five. Yeah, that's correct. Well, good. So, Steve, is yes, the sir. state done counting votes yet, or what? We're all sitting around here waiting. <laughs> <laughs> well, there was a period of now. Baird Trying to in figure Sanford. out why it okay. takes Florida to oh, finish at nine o'clock on election night, and the rest of these blue states can't. Get the rock together. Uh, you are so correct. But Baird and Sealands Grove had the line of the day. Yes, he did. He sent us a message saying that he has inside information that the reason they stopped counting in Philadelphia is that several of the poll workers are so mad about Carson Wentz's turnovers, they want to call in the WIP and complain <laughs> about it, then go back to counting ballots. <laughs> Baird, that was, that was beautiful yes, work, it was. Baird. That was beautiful, Baird. Who is a fellow Eagles fan, by the way? Yes, he is. Yes, he is. Yeah. So Uh, some guy came in here today. He listens to the show sometimes, my friend Jim. And he said, what happened to Penn State's coach? Did he get in trouble? And I said, I don't think so. Did he get in any trouble? You're talking about uh, Patrick Chambers. Uh, we've gone through this. I don't really want to get too much hey, into it. No, I'm just asking him. But so the head they changed coach or they, one they of the coaches. They, they changed the head basketball coach. Um, in fact, Dick and I referenced it at the end. We both think the world of Patrick. And He's been there uh, a while. Yeah, ten years did a really, in my opinion, a fabulous job. But. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't really want to get too much into it. Cause, no, you don't have to. I, I just, yeah. my gosh, you, if it wasn't for the pandemic, you'd have been in the in the big dance. Yeah, I know. Huh. I know. Yeah. So, wow. So we're pushing forward with uh, an interim basketball coach, and they will go through the um, 
they'll go through the process of seeing if he's the right person or if they should go with somebody else. So I'm going right. to so play that yeah, Leave it at that. Now. I just that clarifies. Yeah. It wasn't football. It was basketball. I can yeah. look it up on my own. So yeah. Okay, carry on. <laughs> my I am like all son. over Hallmark movies. <laughs> I, I can't watch the news. I can't, you know, Big Brother's done. Um, yeah. And what are you going to do? But the Hallmark movies are great. You know what Hallmark's <laughs> doing? They're using Broadway actors and actresses in some of the movies to get yeah. jobs. That's pretty cool. That's so, smart. That's, it, yeah. that's smart. So, yeah. Very smart. Oh, uh, yeah. Broadway shut down at least until spring. New York City is a ghost town. There's yeah, no, absolutely nothing going on there. And it's sad. Our state, Massachusetts, has a mandatory now curfew. Okay, if you're outside right. after ten o'clock, it's a five hundred dollar fine. If you don't have a mask on, no matter what, like if you leave Walmart or Home Depot, whatever, and you take yeah. your mask off and walk through the parking lot, it's a five hundred dollar yeah. fine. <laughs> Welcome, wow. Joe Biden. Here we go. Communism, socialism, the whole nine yards. <laughs> you know that yeah. is what's going to happen. They think they can control us, and it's crazy. So Connecticut has the same thing. We have a $100 fine if we don't have a mask on, and huh? we have to be in at 10 o'clock at night. Restaurants okay. that are closed by 9.30, and they, all the restaurants went back to phase two. And I can't tell you how cruel that is. So these guys invested a fortune making plastic separators for their restaurants so they could go to 75% and then the governor came in and wiped it right out said well oh well that's the way it goes yeah by December 25th Christmas half the restaurants here that are left will be gone they'll go out of business wow it's awful it's awful and you know I don't get it. I, I I don't get it. You cannot destroy this economy. It's not going to recover. And yeah. I get wearing the mask. It's wear the mask, but we're full grown adults. We don't need you to, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm 61 years old, and I have to be in at 10. Doesn't affect me. I'm asleep by eight, but it's not. I don't <laughs> like being told what to do. At all. at all. Yeah, that's what mom said. <laughs> oh, can you imagine her? Oh, oh she'd be so oh, pissed off right now. Oh, <laughs> she'd be freaking railing. She'd be like, oh, oh no, she would be off the wall. Yeah. How about dad? Oh, dad? Wow. <laughs> did you see dad wearing a mask? Oh, no, I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I can't. I'm not going to wear this stupid thing. Oh, he starts huffing and puffing. And <laughs> he keeps forgetting it and losing it. And then somebody would kick him out of the store and he'd have a meltdown. And he'd, Matt, he's a big dude. He put about 300 yeah. pounds. He, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. he had a temper on him, boy. Oh, boy. He, Oh, yeah. He was good man. <laughs> Wonderful human being. He'd give yep. you the shirt off his back, but don't yep. cross him. He, he, nope. Which I Never. did many times. <laughs> <laughs> I was, <laughs> Too I was, many times. <laughs> except for a couple of occasions, I was pretty good at not crossing him. So, yeah, except you for a couple were, yeah. of occasions. 
he the most part. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, what you're saying is that, Steve was the favorite. It's funny that the, uh, funny the suit said the same thing. We'll come back with more in a moment as uh, we get to our picks next here on News Radio 1070 WKOK, brought to you by Brewers Outlet. <laughs> The other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle is worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC Way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC Way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC Way. The SMC Way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. All right, here we go. Pick 'em time. Mr. Eight, no. <laughs> oh, yeah, I get one good week. All right, well, let's start oh. with you, Steve. We got Baltimore and Indy. Well, it's not a big game. So since it's not a big game, Lamar Jackson actually might perform well. <laughs> well, sir, I mean, look. look no, you're the right. Last- the last, that's three, a good exactly. way to look at it. the last three big games he's played in, Tennessee, Kansas City, Pittsburgh, he has four touchdown passes and eight turnovers, four picks and four fumbles. They'll beat Indy by ten points. I got Baltimore as well. King? Oh, I got in, Indianapolis. I, I watched Baltimore play, and he is uninspired. So you are loving Indy this year. Maybe he's one who thrives on the crowd. I got Indy. You have picked Indy in almost every time we've picked them this year. You love the Colts this year. That's why I'm under 500. <laughs> <laughs> I have to take a different one. I, I want to catch up. I got to get lucky. No, I picked. I already wrote them in before. I didn't know what you guys were taking. I, I think Indy's going to win the game at home. That crowd is wild. All right. Next game, new game. Seattle at Buffalo. King. I got Seattle. Buffalo is kind of taking a step down. Steve. I'm going to go with Buffalo. Now, it's not it's not the it's not the sexy pick because Russell Wilson is so good. I mean, he is the MVP this year. But with Buffalo playing at home, I just, I'm just, this is a gut feeling. And we'll find out if my gut's worth anything. <laughs> well, guess what? I have that same gut feeling. Not only this, but again, Seattle's defense still is having their problems, and Russell Wilson's had to do a lot of rescuing this year. That's a good defense they're playing on the road. And Josh Allen, he has been playing great, but he's still got some weapons. they got a decent run game. I think Buffalo sneaks one here and gets a sneaky W, too. I agree. With Steve. I mean, I know Josh Allen's not playing great. I got it, but I, I just This is a trap game know. for Seattle, I think. I don't believe in that stuff. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't believe in trap games. All right? It's like, you know, 
I, I, that's that's a media whatever. I just don't believe I've done I've done a billion of them. I don't feel trapped. <laughs> this is the first time I've taken Seattle this year. That's right. So you guys are in a good spot. <laughs> All right. Okay. Now an NFC least battle, the <laughs> NY Giants and the Washington Football Team, Steve. I'll take the Giants. Uh, let's see. Are we allowed to pick how many turnovers Daniel Jones will have? <laughs> sure. What's the over-under? <laughs> hey, really? Brutal. <laughs> Brutal. I'll, t- I'll still take the Giants. King. I got the Giants. I think the Giants are playing well, and they're playing hard under the coach. Um, I, I, they're playing hard. So. They both stink, so that's why I took the oh. game. Oh, the division is brutal. I mean, I yeah, mean, they could be in first place if they oh, win, when, you know. <laughs> when teams get ready for the Eagles outside of the NFC East, all they practice is the kneel down. Yeah. <laughs> Good job. Good job. So, with that, while you both are correct that the Giants are playing better, they still can't hang on to a lead. So. Out of spite of that, and I just don't think anybody but the Eagles are good enough to sweep anybody in this division. I'm taking Washington. Well, the Eagles aren't going to sweep Washington, I can tell you that. Well, exactly. Other other than Washington. <laughs> yeah, but I right. hope the, I hope the Giants win because I think Washington is the is the uh, probably the only way the Eagles lose this division. They're they're the Eagles' only threat, so to speak. So I'd like to see them lose, but I'm picking Washington. Good. <laughs> All right. Great. Good luck. Great. Sunday Good for you. Night, Sunday night football. A much, much better game. New Orleans and Tampa Bay. Steve. I'm going to take Tampa Bay in this one. I know New Orleans won the first time. I think Tampa Bay's playing better now. Antonio Brown will be the focus of the pregame show, the halftime show, the postgame show, and the whole thing. And in reality, he ain't going to do nothing. Yeah. Yeah. King. I'm terrific. Tampa Bay. Well, I'm on an island again. I'm going to New Orleans here. I don't feel Man, great. I don't feel so real great about you. this. But, but <laughs> I, I, I just need to see a little bit more consistency from Tampa Bay kind of offensively. And then defensively, Alvin Kamara smoked them in the pass game. And I think that's going to be a difference again in this one, too. So I'm taking and, New Orleans. And, and let's be honest about it. I mean, Drew Brees has been consistent. He consistently throws the ball five yards. True. Yes. I still take him. I still, I'm mystic with New Orleans here. <laughs> and then finally... Challenge football. That's right. And they, just so you know, Daniel Jones is listening to all this right now. So <laughs> wonderful. Along with, along, along with little Junie. Good. If he wins, I'll bir- be happy oh, with him. No, he, he, she just had her birthday last. The Saturday. real Daniel Jones. Oh. The real Daniel. The real Daniel Jones. <laughs> you are just so cruel. Okay, when your team is under 500 in the first place, you have become a mean man. <laughs> Right. <laughs> it's been that kind of year, but you know. The strangest year ever. Yeah. Well, we'll get to my other football team, ND, in a little bit, but first, game that's tonight. Oh, they're not going to win. Oh, they're not going to win. Cut me a break. <laughs> but tonight, we got BYU and Boise State King. BYU, baby. 
You know what? I'm big on Wilson. I think Wilson has helped himself in a draft stock, and I think he's really good. I think BYU is going to win the game on the uh, Smurf turf. I got BYU as well. Big Ten battle. Just, rem- just remember, the Ducks don't like that turf. They fly right. straight into it. They think it's a pond. <laughs> like windmills. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Big Ten battle. Michigan and Indiana, Steve. Indiana. I think that this is a statement. This is one of those where Michigan's the favorite on reputation. I agree. And not only that, I think IU wins outright. I think they stomp on Michigan this week because Michigan is a fraudulent team once again this year. Yeah, Michigan stinks. I got Indiana. There we go. All right. Number five, Georgia. Number eight, the Florida Gators. Steve. All right, Florida, great offense, mediocre defense. Georgia, great defense, mediocre offense. I'm going to take the offense. I'm going to go with Florida to beat them. All right, I like it, Steve, or King, rather. Yeah, I took Florida. I was so unimpressed with Georgia, the game I saw. The quarterback play is not very good at all. I got Florida. Well, I'm on an island again. I'm going Georgia. I, I like their defense better. I think their defense is going to play better than their offense and get a couple turnovers on Florida's offense. So I'm going. Well, I'll tell you right now, I, I, if if you beat me in every game, I'm going to have to start picking like colors. <laughs> 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 what colors are the, uniform? <laughs> at, at the racetrack, I love the silks. <laughs> I like red better than blue. I'll pick up. <laughs> All right. Now the premier game of the week. The Notre Dame Fighting Irish face number one Clemson without Trevor Lawrence. King, who do you got? Rudy, Rudy. I got Notre Dame. (laughs) There you go. Steve? Uh, This is where I want to give Notre Dame a lot of credit. When you watch them play, they don't wow you. Because I think they play smart football, and they, they the old cliche, they don't do things to beat themselves. They don't get bad penalties. They don't turn it over. They're kind of like the baseline tennis player that keeps hitting the ball back, and then all of a sudden you make a mistake and hit it into the net. So I give them a lot of credit for that. But in this... But in this game, I think Clemson has too much, and I think Travis ATM becomes a huge factor in this game at running back. I think Clemson... Ten points, they win it at Notre Dame. I just think they have better better talent. Well, this is not a homework pick. I'm thinking about this objectively. But I think DJ Oyagugalele, I almost got that right, I think, is in for a rude awakening. Because this linebacking core is deep for Notre Dame, and they are the X-Factors in this game. I think they're going to do enough to slow down ETN. I think he still will have to get his yards. But I think the Notre Dame linebackers are going to make a couple of big plays, get a couple of good sacks on DJ, and then Notre Dame wins a close game, one-score game by taking the Irish. Did you hear the rumor that the Patriots want, are talking about, and Peter King is on this, trade, trading Bill Belichick to get the number one pick so the Patriots can get Trevor Lawrence. Did you hear about that? No, I haven't heard that. It's about the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. But yeah. An unproven player for a six-time Super Bowl coach. You know, I, well, 
when it comes to Notre Dame and Clemson and Matt, one of the great sports philosophers ever was the great Ivan Drago from Rocky IV. <laughs> you will lose. There we you go. You will lose. <laughs> <laughs> On that note. Today's show has been brought to you by Brewers Outlet. Reagan Street, Sunbury, the beverage supermarket.